Benjamin Franklin, statesman, inventor, founding father. But back in 1720, when I was 14 years of age, I was just plain Ben. myself and my friends into a world of danger. The storm on the island had passed, but the storm in my brain was just getting started. I had failed Eliza. I had failed the boys. But I was not going to give up. That Spanish gold was cursed, all right. We're the proof. Soaked to the skin and stuck on this island with no way off. Thaddeus has Eliza and the treasure chest. We'll just have to wait until dawn and hope a passing ship sees us. Ben, say something. Think of something. We can't wait till daybreak. Eliza's in trouble, my brother James is still locked up, and the treasure can't fall into the governor's hands. Too late. Thaddeus left us with nothing. On the contrary, John, he left us with all we need. Look up and tell me what you see. A big pile of stones that may one day become a lighthouse? That's our way off the island. But it isn't finished. There's no light. Then we'll just have to provide one. <sighs> Father! Wake up! Stop pulling wake up! Me. Move, Miss Boyd! Master Thaddeus, the whole house is asleep. Then ring the gong, Lane. Sound the church bells. I bring great news. If you say so, sir. May I take that chest from you? Don't touch it. Thaddeus, you'll wake the dead. Let him wake, then. The more, the merrier. And who's this poor girl? Her? She's nothing. No one. Eliza Boyd, miss. I've been abducted. Rescued is more like it. She's soaking wet. Lane, find her some warm clothes before she catches her death. Yes, Miss Felicity. At once. Felicity? Mind your tongue, girl. You're very kind, miss. You sound surprised. Indeed, miss, I confess I am. Well, Thaddeus, what's the meaning of this? I did it, father. This girl and the rest of Veracity Quince's gang of helpers led me right to the treasure. The Spanish gold will purchase a militia that will make the colony ours to command. Your own army? Is that what this treasure hunt is for? Not if Veracity Quince gets it first. He missed his chance. I haven't opened it yet. Would you like to swing the axe, or should I? Go right ahead. Got it! Thaddeus, my boy, perhaps I misjudged you. You've made me very proud. Now let's look at this glorious gold. No. No, it can't be. <laughs> Felicity, it isn't funny. <laughs> but it is, Father. There's your treasure, Thaddeus. It's nothing but a chest full of worthless rocks. That's what I am. Stop your grumbling, Ned. If Ben says we gather wood, we gather wood. It ain't the gathering on mine, John. It's having to carry it all the way up there. I couldn't blame the lads for complaining. It was 75 steps to the top of the lighthouse. Uh, 76 to be correct. I counted everyone. Uh, um, 
Excuse me, Mr. Franklin. Are you gonna look at yourself in that there looking glass or help? This is no ordinary looking glass, Ned. It's a gift from the governor's daughter. <laughs> oh, a gift, is it? From sweet Miss Felicity? Go ahead and laugh. But this mirror may come in handy. Pile up that wood. It's dry, I hope. We did our best, Ben. But even if we get it to catch and make a fire, how will a ship ever see it in all this fog? Well-reasoned as always, John. But I refer you to the writings of Al-Masudi, the ancient Arabian historian. Where does he get these things? In the library, Ned. According to Al-Masudi, the legendary lighthouse in Alexandria, Egypt, was built in the 3rd century BC, and it employed both fires and mirrors. Oh, my head hurts. It's very simple, Sam. The wood you've gathered will provide the fire, and Miss Templeton's looking glass will provide the mirror. With luck, we'll direct a beam of light to cut through the fog and signal a passing ship. You're completely mad. You know that, don't you? As mad as flying across the Charles River on a kite? Or harnessing the thunderbolts of Zeus? <sighs> Here it goes again. Come on, lads, let's get to work. You questioned my methods, Thaddeus. You doubted my judgment. And you bring me a treasure chest full of worthless stones? I can't understand it. There must have been a treasure in this chest when the girl found it. And where do you think you're going, you little vixen? Leave her be, Thaddeus. Can't you see? She's shivering. I'll give her something to shiver about. Please, sir. Governor, sir. Please let me go. The Widow Fleming will just think that I ran away again. The Widow Fleming will think what I tell her to think once I purchase you from her. But she agreed to lessen my service. Did she? Pity. You should have thought of that before you lent your services to Veracity Quince. You'll frighten her, Father. I certainly hope so. Now you listen to me, Eliza Boyd. I want the truth. The truth? Was there something else in that chest? I won't have you talk to her this way, Father. You'll stay out of this, Felicity. You hear that, Eliza Boyd? You have brought discord to my home. You and your compatriots have brought discord to my colony. I shan't abide it. Tell the truth or face the consequences. I'm sorry. I... I... What's wrong with her? What do you think? She's soaking wet, exhausted, hasn't eaten. Beg pardon, but is the room spinning or is it... <gasps> Eliza? See what you've done? She's fainted. Good job, lads. More wood. Don't let the fire die out. The fog's getting thicker, Ben. Then it's time for the looking glass. If it worked for those Egyptians in Alexandria... I will never know what possessed me to ask Felicity for the loan of her looking glass. Or what possessed her to lend it to me. Some would call it fate or fortune. But, of course, as a scientist, I don't believe in such things. Ben, it's working! Well, I'll be. The looking glass is reflecting the flames. Can you send a beam of light across the water? I can try. And sure enough, as if we were in ancient Alexandria, I directed a narrow beam of light across the bay. And just then, whether it was another stroke of fate or just a change in the weather... A ship! There's a ship! I can see the captain at the wheel. And he sees us. Ben, do you know that face, or am I dreaming? If you're dreaming, John, so am I. I'd know that face anywhere. It's Jamaica Jack. Sure enough. 
just when all seemed lost, from out of the fog came my old friend, Jamaica Jack, ringing the bell on his brand new boat. As the sun rose over Massachusetts Bay, we climbed aboard and raced towards home. Give her more sail, boys. We'll ride this tide all the way to Boston Harbor. Aye, aye, Jack. You're a lifesaver, Jack. How'd you know it was us? Who else would be fool enough to turn that pile of stones into a working lighthouse? And who else would come and get us but the dread pirate Jamaica Jack? No more piracy for me, Ben. I'm an honest fisherman, thanks to the Widow Fleming. Guess this makes us even for you printing those papers that set me free. Aye, we're even, Jack. I only wish we'd found the treasure. I warned you nothing good could come from that gold. Well, now it's in the governor's hands. And so is Eliza. Full sails straight to Boston, Jack. We're gonna get them both. That's your third bowl of oatmeal. Is there more, Miss Templeton? You must call me Felicity. And I believe Cook wouldn't mind if you licked the pot. You've been right kind to me, Miss Felicity. You'd do the same for me, wouldn't you, Eliza? It's my duty, isn't it? It seems to me we all have a duty to each other. Isn't that what Silence Duguid would say? You've read him, then? Him? I mean her. I admire her very much. Don't you? Oh, yes. Even if she can be too smart for her own good sometimes. You know, Eliza, I envy you. <laughs> now you're having fun with me. You and your pretty dresses and that pretty pearl on your finger. I heard Cook say you have a toque or something waiting to marry you back in England. Bought and paid for, Eliza. That's me. But you have something money can't buy. Freedom. To be honest, Felicity, it can. But your father owns me now till I come of age. You let me work on that. Nobody owns Eliza Boyd. You have a spirit that is priceless. A belief that you're as good as anyone and that no one is born better. That's the world I want to live in. My father hates that world and can't leave it fast enough. But I'd give anything to stay. Beg pardon, Miss Felicity. Your father is waiting for Miss Boyd in the library. Ah, Eliza, do come in. I'm happy to see you're feeling better. Yes, sir. Your daughter has been most kind. I'm so pleased to hear it. That'll be all, Felicity. I'd rather stay. Very well. Eliza, you've suffered quite an ordeal, haven't you? But now that you've had a night's sleep and a hot meal, I trust you're ready to be sensible and forthcoming. What else was in the chest? And don't say a bunch of rocks. You'll hand it over and be quick about it. Thaddeus, leave her be. You stay out of this. Both of you be quiet. Eliza, it's no use protecting your friend, Mr. Quince. Has he protected you? No. He's left you to answer for his actions, while the reprehensible Mr. Veracity Quince is nowhere to be found. I don't want to punish you, but if you leave me no choice... Excuse me, sir. Not now, Lane. But there's someone who insists on... Leave Eliza alone. You want me. Ah, Mr. Benjamin Franklin, I presume. We meet at last, and not a moment too soon. stories.
stories like the one you're listening to, visit bestrobotever.com. My personal favorite is six minutes. You see, there's this young girl named Holiday, and she's found floating in the water, and soon she starts to display these miraculous powers. Uh, ben, no spoiler alert, please. What? Wait, what's a spoiler alert? Uh, it's when you give away the story. What? Well, how should I know? I was born in 1706. 